Hey friends, it's your host, Joanna Whaley, and welcome to another week of the podcast. Some new features that have just been released for this podcast is a way that you can support the show. If you go to the show notes, you'll find a link and you can offer a monthly support amount to the show starting as little as $3 a month, just $3 a month, and it can support the work of creating space for LGBTQ people to have rights to faith and keep this advocacy work going. It is time consuming, but it is so necessary and your support helps make that possible. So go to www.joannawhaley.com slash podcast, and you can support on any streaming service as well. Today on the show, we're talking about having a place at the table. I was hanging out with a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, and we were having this discussion as we decided, let's just go on a walk and catch up. We we live far away from each other, so when we get to see each other, it's, it's really special. Um, so we got in the car and we we drove to this kind of nearby town that has this like beautiful river walk there's always big ships passing through and it's on the detroit river um detroit river not that beautiful but the scenery is gorgeous and to see all these ships coming through it's just really um something to see and um for us we're just having this conversation and Out of the corner of my eye, I look across the river, and you can see Canada. Um, We could literally, at some points, just throw a rock over the water, if we have a good arm, and throw it into Canada. Um, it, It is very normal for those of us where I live in the Detroit area to see Canada, and it's just, you know, normal, but... We were sitting there, and as I looked over there, I said, you know, Addie, isn't it just kind of crazy that we're here in America, and this place kind of like was taught to us as children as supposing to be like the free place, the, the promised land where everyone is welcome, where everyone is safe, and we just didn't feel that in our own Nation. And and I, I looked across the river and I said, isn't it so crazy that we would be more free just across the river here? And we kind of had a moment of just like lament together where we just were taking in that moment of saying, wow, because of who we are, we're, we're less free here. And we're targeted. And just like a 10-minute drive to a bridge and over that river would be a freer existence for us. That's where we live. Um, I'm, I live in America, and unfortunately there's times where this country just lets LGBTQ people down. It lets minorities down so often with its promises of come, have a place at this table. But when you get there, 
we don't actually want you here. We're actually going to remove your chair. That's kind of what happens from time to time here in the States. But even further is how this is done in the church, how this is done in religious spaces. I have so often sat across from people who at one time had thriving, fruitful relationships with their divine power, with their being, with whether it's Jesus or whatever they worshiped, but they had this thriving faith. And when they were honest about who they were, their seat at the table was removed. There's so many problems with this that in a place where I live, in religious systems in which I have existed in, we've told people that they don't have a place at the table anymore when all we preached every single weekend from the stage, from the songs, from the pulpits was always about being welcome. I always think about that one scripture in Christian in the Christian Bible that says where Jesus says come to me you who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest for my yoke is easy and my burden is light however in these faith systems that I still for some reason love and for some reason have continued to try and understand we have made that yoke and that burden so heavy. I'm sure we will have a whole series about this at some point, but I am a three-time conversion therapy survivor. I was told by my faith system that if I didn't just, you know, struggle through this thing and like toil and and carry this heavy burden for the rest of my life that I was no longer welcome. I was told that. I was told many times. If you transition, if you give in to your, quote, flesh desires, we'll fire you. Or I will leave you. Or you, you're not welcome at the family event anymore. That's been the reality for me, but it's the reality for so many other LGBTQ people of faith. Where they say, hey, I'm being honest with you. This is who I am. This is who I love. This is who loves me. And I'm here still. And I would love to, to be at this table with you. But so often, the second that someone's honest, the table is pulled away, or the chair is pulled from the table, and the chair is sometimes just thrown away in a dumpster. And they, they'll sometimes just get a smaller table, or they'll replace it with someone else. They, re, they replace your place in at the table with somebody else who just showed up and it's like you never existed 
it can be really easy to get disheartened by the things I see happening in our world, in our faith systems. But one of the things that saddens me the most, and I promise I won't stay, we won't stay depressed here, but I want to tell you what really saddens me and what I mourn over sometimes the most as a, as a queer Christian. My whole life, I, I followed this, this, uh, this faith system of Christianity. And it is, it's my, it's my first language. It's how I came to understand the divine. But I've watched it over the last couple years. And, and it really, I mean, it's been going on for a long time, but I was oblivious to it in the beginning. But I've watched my faith system be used as a universal for everyone else in the world. I've watched this faith system be weaponized as legislation. I've watched it be used online to try and bully people into repentance. And I've got to be honest with you, I've never once seen it work. I've never once seen... And this is somebody who who believed in some of the fundamental dogmas of my old faith system. I believed in them. But the reality is I never actually saw results from from using my faith belief as a universal for everyone else. Uh, Yale legal scholar J.M. Balkin says this uh, in in a article written back in 1998 says this the view that there are universal concrete standards of justice and human rights that apply to every society whether secular or religious is the duty of right-minded people to change the positive norms and institutions of all society so that they conform to these universal norms of justice and universal human rights. I think it's important for us to understand that there there isn't there isn't just one way of doing things. And, and as somebody who has preached Christianity in front of thousands of people every week, I have to tell you as somebody who has done that, somebody who believed that the Christian way, while there's some good things in there, is not the only and best way. It is a way. It is one way. Now, when I say one way, I don't mean it is the one way. I'm saying it is one way. That we can fight for a better society. That we can, that we can work towards a better society. But we need to come to this realization that there is... A greater universe around us. There is a greater society than just us and all of it. And if you really believe the things we've preached in Christianity over the years, we must believe that every human being born on this earth has a place at the table and has the right to be alive 
and to be themselves. Human rights is what we have so failed at at times in our religious pursuits. When I was planting a church back in the day, our church planting network was really excited to teach us this kind of new theory of how, how we should approach church planting. And it was, it was called, they, they called it the, the domains principle. Well, come to find out, this is what's called the Seven Mountains Mandate. And basically what it means is we're going to send Christians into the world to, to take over the world and tell the rest of the world how to live instead of trying to get them into our churches and getting them to serve on teams. We're going to get them to be in government. We're going to get them to be in all these different things. And, and I was all about it in the beginning, but then I started to realize, oh my goodness, I am going to be asking people who don't believe what I believe to act like I want them to. And it isn't a healthy way to live. It is not a healthy way to run a society. And it does violate so many human rights because while human rights is universal, it also has so much nuance. So for those of us who have claimed faith, for those of us that have claimed a higher power, let us not think too highly of ourselves that our way of living and our morality should be the only way. Let us understand the beauty of the nuance of humanity. Thank you for listening today. The show has been a production of Whaley Media. As always, every single week, if you're somebody who is LGBTQ or you're in the closet or you know somebody who needs support as they wrestle with who they are, who they love, who loves them, and their faith, please reach out at www.joannawhaley.com. You can contact me there. I would be happy to connect with you. You can also support the show wherever you stream for just $3 a month. We'd love to see you there. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow. And go be you.